Everybody, welcome to Frame Skip. This is episode 22. It is August 19th, 2020. Thank you for joining us on this splendid day. This week it is just me, your host, Seth Slakehouse, with the ladies' man, Elijah Steele. That was a great start, I gotta say. Thank you, thank you. We're on a roll tonight. It's gonna be a good episode. You don't need those other lame losers on the show. Oh, I'm telling them you said that. You yeah. don't have to because Austin will edit this and he'll hear it. <laughs> Austin and Coach got uh, viciously mauled by uh, Grizzly Bears through a hike in Upper Washington area. They'll be back eventually when they heal up from their wounds. Uh, Elijah, how are you this week? I'm doing great. I'm so tired from work, but I'm doing great. Yeah. I, uh, I'm also pretty tired because I switched to day shift this week. Oh, how's that I going? Know, uh, it's going well. I'm no longer a night night shift employee. I got the bid for, for daylight, and uh, it was a hard transition, but thankfully I had the whole weekend to do it. So I like could not sleep at night, dude, no matter what. I was like packing really? my body with melatonin in any way possible during the night hours to fall asleep, and it wasn't working. But Dang. After my first shift, and I had to stay up all day, and then I was tired and slept the first night, and uh, now I'm doing great. Now that everything's fine. I got one of these like really cool alarm clocks that that simulate the sunrise. Oh, that's cool! And it's like it's like a super bright once it fully turns on. It's like a spotlight shining in my face, so I kind of have to wake up. That's a yeah. good way of doing it. I like it's very that. useful. Yeah, well, I guess like your body's naturally designed biologically to wake up when the sun rises. Mm-hmm. So for someone like me who has to wake up at five a.m. when it's still dark out. It's really hard. It would be really hard to wake up, and I wanted to make sure I could wake up easily. So I got this light, and it like slowly turns on. It's like it's like dar- a dark red, then it switches to like a, a yellow, and then it becomes like a, a white light, and it simulates the sunrise. Uh, so That's pretty cool. I like that. Yeah, it's turned out to be very helpful. I, uh, it was a good investment. And then what I also do is I, I plug my phone in on the opposite side of the room with my alarm. And so uh, you have to get up to turn it off. Yeah. Yeah. I've done that as well. Yeah. So that's that's my strategy and it's working well. And uh, then I normally, because I, I don't like to wake up and run out the door and go to work. I feel like that's just, that's not what I like to do. I like to take my time. So like I usually wake up, I have to be at work at 640. I wake up at five. It gives me enough time to like work out and get a shower and get breakfast in me and not have to rush, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I try and do the same each day. Yeah. So like I remember when I, I worked uh, with you there. A lot of times I'd wake up and I'd have to just throw on clothes and just dip out the door. You know, and I hate that. I hate that yep. feeling. Oh, uh, I remember that. Seth, when did you wake up? I don't know, like 10 minutes ago. Yeah, it's a 45 minute drive. Well, <laughs> not today. It wasn't. Uh, those were the days. Yep, those were the days. Anything new going on in your life? Not really. Uh, I've been moving all of my games into my bedroom, which is like where I stream from and such, because... It gets so warm in the room that I had them. Uh, To give you an idea, I had moved some stuff out there because I'm moving stuff around and such. And I have some, like, face lotion because I have dry skin and such. And it was out there for two days. Well, I went to grab it, and I just picked up, and it felt weird, and I opened it up. It was all just liquid. It was so warm in there. And I'm like, yeah, I'm glad I'm moving everything. So now everything is in an air-conditioned room. In a good, it's temperate controlled, and I have so many shelves. It's ridiculous. Why is it so hot in like certain rooms of your house? Do you not so have like big the, air conditioners? In the your way house? this house used to be, the second floor was the attic. So, for the same reason, attics will always kind of trap in heat. Right off to the sides of it is just the roof with heat coming in. So it just traps heat upstairs. The air conditioners up here, though they are made for like a little bigger area. So like the air conditioner I have right behind me is made for like a three room upstairs. It barely gets out my room. Yeah. Because there's just so much heat swirling in there. So I have the same problem. Um, My apartment is actually a loft. Oh, yeah. Like the uh, building I live in is like a giant mansion. It's like a really old, like huge building in Lock Haven. 
and I live on the top floor, which is a loft. And it's a really cool apartment. I really like it, but that's the same problem is that it's the top floor and it used to be like an attic. It um, gets so warm. Yeah, so for my small apartment, I have two air conditioners running constantly. I can't turn them off or the house will heat up too much and then it takes forever to cool down. So I have two air conditioners just running nonstop. My electric bill, I think, was $120 this month, which is quite a bit for electric bill. Yeah, um, yeah, it's quite high here as well. Yeah, it's just, yeah, you got to do what you got to do. It's really cheap in the wintertime. I, I don't have to turn my my heat on at all. Very true. I just suck up everyone else's heat. It's awesome. <laughs> Sorry, suckers. <laughs> Technically, um, aren't you the sucker if you're sucking their heat? I am the sucker, yeah. I am the the heat gelatinous form known as thermal boo. That was a bad joke. All right, what, what have you been playing this week? <laughs> um, really, the two things I want to talk about are uh metamorphosis uh this is a game uh, thank you to the dev for giving it to me this was one of my favorite games i'd played at pax where it's based on a kafka story and you're turned into a bug and you're trying to help uh, your friend is being arrested and you're trying to help your friend through it it's a it's a puzzle based game it's really fun actually and there's a lot more to it because uh going off of trophies i'm like oh i think just by beating the game i'll get the platinum for this but i have like one third of the trophies after beating it so apparently there's a lot more you can do um without spoiling anything there's a part i was at where something happened and then looking at a trophy i'm like wait wait how do i make this happen i it was something completely different so I'm really interested to play it again, see if I can find ways to try new things and make other stuff kind of sprout in the game. But it was really fun, really fun. Is it is it like an adventure game? Um, it It's a first... It, it's more so just like a first-person puzzle platformer. Oh, okay. Where you play as a cricket. Oh, okay. And like one, one of the mechanics in it is you can find sticky stuff, so whether it be, like, honey or sap or ink from, uh, like, an ink blotter. It's set in, I'm going to say, like, 20s, 30s. So there's, like, the ink, like, the quill pens and ink pens. And so there's blots of ink, and you grab that. And you can hold down, I played it on PS4, you can hold down the left trigger, and essentially you can climb just straight up surf- surfaces at, like, a complete right angle and such until you, there's a little meter, and when that runs out, you'll fall off just a bunch of different cool stuff like that i really really like it i will say um i didn't take a look at the price before i accepted the code but i'm pretty sure it's 25 or 24.99 that is a little steep in my mind i will say Mm -hmm. it's a really fun game don't get me wrong uh i do recommend grabbing on a sale but i do recommend playing it i have to say something and i'm gonna declare it right now as a fact yes and uh it's now a scientific fact that crickets are just loud grasshoppers. You know what? I've genuinely thought about it before and then just completely didn't look up the answer. What really is the big difference between crickets and grasshoppers? Because they say they seem to be part of the same familia. The main difference between a grasshopper and a cricket is that crickets tend to have long antenna and grasshoppers have short antenna. Crickets sing by rubbing their wings together while grab grasshoppers stridulate by rubbing their long legs against their wings they're the same thing yeah yeah they're they're they're, they're the same animal one of them is just they, they make slightly different sounds let's be honest here yeah yeah okay it's it's the truth you know we don't for, need all these different names for these different bugs and birds and whatnot there's the big angry birds then there's the fun little colorful birds and that's how we're gonna name them from now on oh look there's the red bird there's the big angry one that kills things that's it <laughs> I'm genuinely curious what birds are in your mind when you say there's the red bird and then the big angry one that kills things. Because in my mind, I'm like, oh, he's talking about a cardinal cardinal, and Rodan from Godzilla. <laughs> it doesn't matter. That's how they, These are how things are going to be classified when I take over the world and start my new world order. We've got horses. We've got fat horses. We've got horses with a horn on the front. And we've got horses with a long neck. <laughs> And you have little horses that go up in horsey heaven. We've got horses with horns that jump into you and hurt you 
Everything is a horse. <laughs> We've got horses that make milk. Yeah, exactly. They're the fat horse. <laughs> they're, they're the black and white spotted ones. Yeah. The other game I've been playing is, you know, I've been playing Fairy Tale, and I'm on the final chapter now. I am on the Tartarus arc. Oh, the old Tartary. The Tartar sauce arc. Now, you're actually not the only person who's been like, oh, but if you play the game, that'll spoil stuff for you. Yeah. I totally get that. Yeah. I will say there are parts of that game where I got so sad or so hype. Yeah. All I'm going to say, Aquarius Lucy. Yeah. Uh, so there's one fairy tale is like one of the anime that are the best. That is the best at um, making me so hyped that I scream to myself in my apartment at the top of my lungs, just out of, out of pure, like, like energy hype from watching a show it like only happens with anime it happens with sort of online too but fairy tale really gets me going it i think really it's the, mu- the music yes. of fairy tale the music dude is just so good with fairy tale that they can it can alter your mood in, in any way it wants it has a complete control over my life it's like so it. true that music be like that music hit that same thing happened to me that moment started that music mm-hmm. hit that change was happening, and I yelled, let's go, really yeah. loud, like 11.30 the other night. I just like, ah, rip my, rip my shirt off and like like freaking out, like, ah. Um, but yeah, like the latest episode of Sword Art Online, the same thing, because it was so amazing, dude. Uh, how did, did you ever finish Sword Art Online? Uh, I need to get caught up. I'd only, I've seen up to the end of SAO2 with the so Mo- Mother this, Rosaria this arc. Oh, okay. That, that one of the best arcs in the whole show. Yeah, it's a great arc. If you're bored tonight or whenever, do you just wa- watch the movie? The, the movie, the movie comes is after. so good. Okay, so you've seen the movie. Yeah, uh, actually, uh, I saw it in theaters in Boston when we went to PAX a couple years ago. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, we found out it was playing in a theater there the night we got in town. That yeah. was a cool theater. Reclining seats, beer, yeah. food. Oh, it was a great theater. But that was a great movie. Yeah, dude, uh, it's it's a great movie, and it, it's actually canon in the story. Yep. Um, so the anime, the last episode of the anime makes reference, and a character comes back from that from that movie. Oh. Um, in 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 the game they're in, but I would say, dude, you should just watch Alicization because I think it's better than Sao Two. You know how like Sao has that bad habit of being like super fast paced and like yeah. pushing everything together. Well, Alicization doesn't do that, so it's like. I think we're on episode like 51 or 52 or something like that. And mm-hmm. it's just like, it's just starting to hit the final arc. Oh, like, nice. It's been, it's been a slow burn up through this whole, this whole um, saga. Ooh. And the crazy thing is, is that the, the whole thing takes place within like two weeks in the real world. Huh? Yep. So like, it's, it's pretty cool. Um, in, in, in the game, it takes place over like 10 years. It's really crazy. Interesting. Yeah. But the, the latest arc of Sword Art Online is amazing. Now I know Chris is caught up in it. Um, but yeah i i do i haven't started through in fact um yeah i'm a huge zoids fan i'm finally watching through zoids wild oh okay that's cool but yeah so uh fairy tale um yeah i'm i'm loving the game i'm on the final chapter i will say about the game especially you know, after this much time with that i think i'm 22 hours unless you are a fan of fairy tale you won't really enjoy the game that much you the, actu- so? the actual game mechanics and such are okay what makes it super fun is it being wrapped in a fairy tale aesthetic and with a fairy tale story. And like, even though like I had just started fairy tale, I, I absolutely fell in love with that show. So I am loving my time with the game. But yeah, unless you are a fairy tale fan, it's not a game I would really highly recommend. Yeah, I'll be honest. It, it seems like whoever holds the rights to fairy tale really made a massive blunder with that because it's, it's a very extremely popular um anime and there's no like real merchandise for it out there anywhere yeah you're um, right. there's no like figures there's no like statues um this is like the first video game of any consequence that came out funny the- you mentioned that actually i looked it up there were two psp games released in japan by yeah. konami yeah i know about the psp games um they were not very highly regarded no no that is true Oh, the the final season like was a complete blunder. It's terrible. Like like the and it, it wrapped up like the because there was fairy tale the the main series and there's fa- fairy tale the final season. That, that's actually the name of it. 
and it's like absolutely awful. It's it wraps up the story after they changed hands with the production companies or whatever. And there's no more like battle animation. It's like freeze frames of like special moves. It's really annoying. So what about you? What have you been playing? I've been playing a little bit of Ghost of Tsushima, but I really just haven't been in the mood to play it. Uh, I really love that game though. It's really it's really really good. I just I have not been in the mood to really play games lately. But when I have been in the mood to play them, is uh, I've been playing Dragon Ball Kakarot, and oh. uh, I beat it. I beat Kakarot about three or four days ago. I want to say. And I, I gotta say, like, I really truly agree with all the reviews that say the game oversees its welcome quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure if it's because I have gone through the story of Dragon Ball Z so many times, but it is a scene for scene complete recreation of the story of Dragon Ball Z, all 300 and some episodes or whatever it is. I have heard that, yeah. And um, that's fine. But I really, truly dislike the Boo arc in Dragon Ball. It's, it's like my least favorite arc by far. I don't like it whatsoever. Really? Yeah, I do not like the Boo arc whatsoever. So after the Cell games, which is probably the high point of the this the game, there's really not much else to see. Like, like the combat's completely expanded at that point, And you've seen the best from all the bosses. And then the rest of the game just kind of continues on. And there's nothing like new to see. There's nothing new to experience. All the combat is exactly the same for the last third of the game. The other problem is the game is like absurdly easy. Interesting. <laughs> like, I, I don't I don't think I was ever in any sort of danger in any of the boss fights whatsoever. So there's that, right? But the, mm-hmm. on the other hand, I'm like, wow, this game is also absolutely incredible because of the RPG mechanics and it. it's like all the side quests. Some of them are like kind of stupid, they're like fetch quests or whatever. But some of them are like really cool, ex- expanded lore for characters. Then you like hunt the Dragon Balls down, and like wish enemies back to life and fight them, and then wait, really? There's a level, yeah, yeah. Then there's a level system, you know, like an RPG that you can go through and level up all your characters and put them in, put the, you get these little emblems called Z emblems, and you build different boards and through those boards you can get like xp boosts or like uh strength boosts and stuff like that so there's a lot of customization with your characters as far as stack stats go but do you do reach a point like the max level i think is 250 oh damn and and um like the the bosses are like level 70 and 80 so like i'm level like in like a one the 120s right now because i'm going through and like doing all the end game content and i'm like one-shotting everything and there's like no challenge at all in the game, but I'm like still having fun, like messing around with these characters and stuff. But I think I'm gonna transition over to Fighter Z. Fighters. I'm like I'm never gonna call it Fighters. It's always gonna be Fighter Z. Understandable. Uh, well, so like the, the the name of the series is Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. I'm not gonna call it Fighters. Like just like I yeah, call, no, wouldn't it, call it Dragon Balls. Yeah. No. It, yeah. So. No. I'm I'm right with you there. Yeah. I, uh, I I've heard a lot of people like Kakarot, but yeah. kind of the same com- complaints as you. I, yeah. I must say, with uh, Dragon Ball Fighter Z, it's totally that. I could not really get into that game, which is interesting because I love that company, Arc System Works. Mm-hmm. I, I love their fighting games. I love Dragon Ball Z, put them together, and I didn't like it. So I think the thing with Kakarot is the story's awful. Or not awful, um, not Kakarot, uh, Fighter Z. Fighters, the, thing, yeah. the thing with Fighter Z is the story is like not only awful, but absolutely annoying. I was streaming it the other night, and I had forgotten like how bad it was. They made clones of all of us. Yeah, it's just it's a really really annoying story. But I will say the gameplay is like top notch. It's bar none. Like the, the gameplay in in Fighter Z is incredible. Fighter Z and Kakarot are completely opposite games. Yeah, because Fighter Z like has the 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 reward in combat and the difficulty, whereas Kakarot's more of like an action RPG that you can just become godlike in. Now here's the real reason I wanted to talk about these games though is that. Bandai's Nam- Bandai Namco's treatment of the DLC for these games has been so abysmal, and no one's talking about. It. I've seen. I, I saw one article that was posted like a couple days ago about how this is like a the the treatment of these DLCs is like a good reason to remember not to pre-order games yeah. because it it's it it's so awful, dude. So I think Kat, when did Kakarot come out? It was twenty eighteen. No, it was this year. Was it this year? Kak- Kakarot. Yeah. Yeah, Kakarot was this year. It was yeah, January. January 16th. Okay, so they sold a season pass for Kakarot, right? Mm-hmm. And the first DLC came out in, I think, April, and it was the Battle of the Gods DLC. Mm-hmm. Well, that DLC wasn't really a DLC. It was, like, it was like, you can fight Whis and you can fight Beerus, and you can do it over and over and over again until you unlock the Super Saiyan God transformation. That's it. That's the whole DLC. Oh. Yeah. 
so the the season pass, I think it was, I don't know how much it was originally. I just bought it for 25 bucks. You can't buy that DLC episode by itself. You can only get it through the season pass. And that is one of three DLCs they've announced for the game. Well, they, well they, one, of the th- one of three DLCs, and they haven't announced the other two yet. So that was back in April that came out. It's yeah. been complete radio silence since then. Yeah, that's that's not, it. That's wow. Yeah, that's all. That that that's awful, isn't it? I mean, I'm April was what four months ago. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I yeah couldn't remember off January, February, March. This this yeah. year is weird. So yeah, it's weird that it's August already. But that was four months ago. They haven't announced anything else since then. So it's been complete radio silence. I understand like the COVID thing, but you can still like announce, like show us like what's what's going to happen, and like give us like a time frame for the next episode, right? Yeah, they did. No, nothing. That's annoying in itself. Fighter Z, though, dude, their DLC is out of control. It's out of control. So let's 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 get this out of the way first. There's three DLC packs, each with eight characters. Mm -hmm. They're each twenty five dollars. Okay. They're mm-hmm. each $25. So <laughs> the two first uh, passes are going to cost you more than the base game itself, mm-hmm. which is like fine. I guess there, you get 16 more characters with that. And then like, that, 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 that's, that's a pretty good amount of, of, of content, I guess. Yeah. The third one was announced. Let me see here what it was. Fighter Z Pass 3. I'm not sure when it was released. It was probably released last year at some point, but they go by year. It's like it's like the past one was for the first year, past two was for the second year. You know, you get what I'm saying, right? Yeah, yeah. So they released um, Kefla and Ultra Instinct Goku by the spring, and they hadn't announced a single character until like two days ago for the rest of the DLC. Really? Yeah, and it's in. It's, it's a cool wow. character. It's, Ma- it's Master, Master Roshi. Roshi. Yeah. But with how, with how expensive these DLCs are and, like, how silent they've been with them, it's just getting really annoying. Because I'll be honest, dude, I don't want to wait, like, another year to finish the DLC for Kakarot. Like, I want to move on with my life. So, I don't know. I'm assuming the other DLCs for Kakarot are going to be, like, the Frieza movie and then the Broly movie, if I oh, had to I guess. can see that, yeah. Or maybe, like, one of the Super arcs. Have you watched Dragon Ball Super? I have not. I, w- I want to. What are you waiting for? That's a good question that I don't have an answer for. You're you waiting for your funeral? Yes. I'm just going to have <laughs> Dragon Ball Super playing at my funeral. It's with a big sign. He didn't watch it, so you have to. <laughs> yeah. You watch it in his honor. Like, holy holy crap, man. Like, you got to watch it. It's Dragon I, Ball. I, I already made up my mind. If I die an early death, I want it to be on a Sunday before the football season so the league has their fantasy draft at my funeral. No, I hate that. I hate everything about that. Fantasy <laughs> football is football for people who didn't play football. I played football 10 years ago, but I played football. I hate fantasy football with like a passion, like a, like, like a deep hatred. Like if there was a racism for fantasy football, I would have it. I, uh, I'm in eight leagues. Yeah, dude. I hate that. I love it. It's your worst quality, Elijah. You you you're probably not wrong. Uh, I did I did want to ask. Uh, Apex season six came out. Have you played any yet? No, me and the boys played so much Apex that I think we all got burnt out and we're just taking a break right now. Did you hear about the changes they made? Uh, no, they're they're, they're like always making changes. It's very different at the moment. Um, oh, why? All shields have 25 less health. Good. Um, all sh- all shields are Evo shields. You start okay. the game out essentially with a level zero shield. So e- even if you don't have a shield, if you do 50 damage, it gives you a shield. I they, don't that. they put the R99 as a gun in um, drops. I don't hate that either. The Devotion LMG is now in the playing field. Um, there's a new energy weapon called the Volt. Energy weapons now have a magazine. I, uh, I don't hate that either. There, They changed the World's End map a little bit. Like, there's actually this new facility, I'm going to say, that I actually really like dropping at. No, they, they changed all this stuff. I It seems like the battles, they go so much faster now. In fact, yeah, because like, they're, 
they're incentivizing you to do damage to their exactly. players. The Evo Shield, I like that a lot. Exactly, and like it, it feels it even more. Like the one time I started to be sh- shot at, and before I even had a chance to like try and get behind something, I was dead. And I had yeah. like a purple shield. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, there's like there's like meltdown videos on YouTube of <laughs> season six. I can't wait to watch them after this. This is gonna be amazing. It's gonna be my nice entertainment watching these. Because, like, the thing with, like, these the type of players that make, like, Apex Legends or, like, shooter videos is they pride themselves on, like, knowing the game. Yeah. So when the developers change something, they're like, I hate this! I can't handle this! They, like, freak out, dude, and, like, they melt oh, down. Great. Yeah, I, I actually really like the changes. Um, It makes it feel much different. Yeah. I, I don't mind that at all. I'm sure, like, they, they changed the... um. Stuff you can get in the loot boxes too, right? Yes. Oh, and the skin for Bloodhound you get at level 50 of the Battle Pass. Yo, I am all in. I need to get 50 just for that skin. It's so cool. <laughs> like, all the skins are kind of based around, um, as weird as it sounds, it all almost like if they were racers. Mm-hmm. So, like, oh, God, I'll need to find the picture of Bloodhounds then to show you. I see it. it. Is I so, it up. Okay, yeah, it is so cool. I love it. I don't really see anything for my, my girl Lifeline, though. Any skins for her, which is unfortunate. I don't think they put any in for... Oh, uh, other th- they changed um, some abilities. I should mm-hmm. say cooldowns. Now, um, Bloodhound's ability, like, scan ability, it respawns in, like, three seconds. Oh, well, that's cool. You can just scan the sh- out of the entire field. And Loba's alt went down from three minutes to a minute and a half. That's good. Yeah, I, I can't remember everything else that they changed, but I'm enjoying this season quite a bit. Yeah, it's probably my favorite shooter that's out right now. I like that. We just played it every single one of my nights off, and we all just got burned out really fast. Oh yeah, I totally understand that. I uh, I try and get on each night to get my dailies, but mm-hmm. I'll play for like an hour, an hour and a half, and be like, oh, got two or three of them, I'm good. Yeah, and I think that's what helps me stay into it and not get burned out like that. Oh, by the way, I know me and you were talking about the uh, capture card for PC. Yes, I uh, I was streaming pretty effectively on PC without a capture card whatsoever for my PS4. Oh, yeah. Uh, wait, what do you mean streaming on PC from your PS4? Yeah, I was using the remote play app on my PC. Oh, OK. Yeah. And I was capturing it with OBS that makes and streaming it. And it worked perfectly. Like it worked really well. Now, granted, I don't think I could do that if I was on a different network, but because I'm on the same network. Yeah, it, it works. It worked perfectly. There was hardly any lag whatsoever. I was able to play Kakarot without any problems. For reasons, I can't use remote play on computer. My profile is not the main profile on my account, like on my oh, console. Because you're game sharing. Yeah. So it's like, man, this sucks. But also it doesn't suck. I don't really I don't really deal with the game sharing thing. I just I, I like to buy whatever I have and just have it. Normally I'm the same way, but if someone else says, "Hey, I got this stuff." I'm like, "Yo. Sup?" Yeah. I'll try it out. All right, let's jump into some news this week. It's probably going to be a shorter episode, but that's fine. Give you a little bite-sized but Nugget. it's a good it's a good bite. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. It's like one of the, it's like one of those it's like gelato compared to ice cream. Like you yeah. want that good. You want that good good. God, I want ice cream now, too. Good, good. No, don't do it, Elijah. It's bad for you. I know. There, There's an ice cream shop that opened up a couple towns away that its whole shtick, I think, is so wonderfully thought out and planned. Mm-hmm. So it's it was started by a retired cop. The name of the place is 5-0. The uh, sizes are warning, misdemeanor, and felony. <laughs> That's awesome. And the tip jar is just as bail money. I'd be like, give me that felony. <laughs> and when they uh, are out of a flavor, because it's all like handmade ice cream, mm-hmm. uh, which makes it so much better. When they're out of a flavor, they put up a wanted sign saying about how it escaped. That's awesome. They need to catch it before they can start serving it again. My favorite ice cream is actually ice cream that you can get at Walmart. And I think it's actually considered gelato. But it's just vanilla. But it's got caramel and like chocolate, like swirly, crunchy things on top. Hmm. And dude, let me tell you what. It's like, you know, you're like, you're supposed to eat a little less gelato because it's, it's like more dense than ice cream. It's a little yeah. thicker. It's, it's like a thick boy. 
I will eat this entire carton in one sitting. I will crush <laughs> right through it, man. I'm telling you what, it, it is like 1,500 calories a serving, and I'm just burning through this thing like it's my job. Treat yourself. No ice, no ice cream left alive. Yeah, see, that's the problem. When you say treat yourself, and then you do it constantly, you're not treating yourself anymore. Like you have a you have an eating problem. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Man, I've treated myself three times today for the past seven days. And then you see a candy bar. Ah, treat yourself. Treat yourself. <laughs> F it. Treat yourself. Yeah. I wanted to look like Tom Haverford. Now, I, oh, God, what's her name? The the woman who always does treat yourself day with Tom Haverford. Oh, I can't remember her name. But, like, she's this bigger woman. So I wanted to look like Tom. Now I look like her. Yeah. Uh, I actually, I, I thought Parks and Rec was fine. I didn't think it was that good. I know people love it. I thought it was fine. I love that show. It's weird. Most people I know either love The Office or don't really like Parks and Rec or love Parks and Rec and don't really like The Office. Yo, I love both. See, I loved The Office and I thought Parks and Rec was fine. I watched all of it and I was like, okay, you know, like I'm invested enough to watch it once and never watch it again. Totally watching The Office again. For like I mean, the I'll, eighth time this year. Yeah, I watch The Office pretty much consistently. Yeah. Uh, is it supposed to be off Netflix, Netflix by now? Um, No, the end of this year. And that's going to what? NBC streaming platform where no one's yeah. ever going to watch it again? Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, from uh, thrift stores, I have half of the seasons, so I'm about set. <laughs> yeah, I'm probably... I mean, like to be perfectly honest, I probably won't watch The Office ever again until NBC streaming platform folds. I don't blame you. Dude, no one's going <laughs> to no. subscribe to an NBC streaming platform. Platform. I mean, isn't that uh, is it Peacock? Yeah, I think it sounds right. Which, oh god, what what was it? Um, the Parks and Rec, uh, like new episode special thing. The like the one place wasn't going to air it because it was going to have advertisements for Peacock in it. What else is even going to be on that? Uh, you got Thirty Rock, Below Deck, Today, today. The, the, the Today Show. Yes. Everybody hates Chris. Downton Abbey. The, the Born, Born Identity. Identity. Parks and Rec. Saturday Night Live. I mean, like, there's some. Oh, I swear, if they take Superstore off of Hulu, I'm gonna be mad. That's, that's what's gonna happen, pal. Oh, it's free. I feel like there's a catch here. Once you're signed up, you can start watching Peacock right away. No strings attached. No expiring trial period. But it's there, just free. there is a premium. So what does this is great, great podcast content, and I'm okay with it. Uh, what these people need to know. Yeah. Uh, you can upgrade to Peacock Premium for four ninety nine a month to unlock even more content, and then to Peacock Premium Plus for an additional ten dollars a month to watch without ads. So stuff is going to be locked behind a paywall. All right, let's jump into some gaming news. Elijah, yeah. well, you, so tell us about the uh, Control Ultimate Edition. So Control, which was my fa- game of the year from last year, uh, the Remedy Entertainment has announced. Uh, by the way, this is from Al- Alessandro Barbosa love that name from GameSpot. Uh, ahead of the first showing of its next expansion for Control, Remedy Entertainment has announced a new all-inclusive edition of the game that will launch on August 27th on Steam for $40. And there's, there's a great launch schedule for It's ridiculous. Uh, anyhow, it'll come to other things later. It's important to note that the only way to get the free upgrade to next-gen versions of Control is by purchasing the Ultimate Edition. Only owners of this new version on Xbox One and PS4 will have their game updated for free to the Xbox Series X and PS5 version, respectively. It has not been stated yet if you'll be able to purchase update this update down the line, or if the Ultimate Edition is the only way to obtain this. But Remedy did confirm with GameStop that owners with GameSpot that owners of the base game and its DLC are not eligible for an upgrade. Um. Here's the fun part. Control Ultimate Edition will launch first on Steam and arrive on the Epic Game Store on September 10th. It will launch digitally for Xbox One and PS4 on September 10th. It will launch on Steam on August 27th, the Epic Game Store, PSN, and Xbox Live on September 10th. Then physically for PS4 and Xbox One later this year. Then physically for Series X and PS5 early next year. Now, what people are mad at, and rightfully so, is Control has been on sale lately, so people are buying it up. Right. But they're not going... 
for example, I own the game and I own all the DLC. I own literally everything that's going to be in the Ultimate Edition. I don't get an upgrade. So you don't get like that exclusive content from the Ultimate Edition. So the Ultimate Edition has no exclusive content. Well, who cares then? Because the Ultimate Edition plays on PS5 and Series X. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. I thought there was exclusive content. No, it the Ultimate Edition, the exclusive content is it gets the upgrade to next gen. Um, Now... I can un- I can see why people are upset about this, but at the same time, for example, this game came out early last year. I want to say in like May, maybe. I also could be very wrong. Um, maybe it was August. I don't remember. It came out last year. If you bought this game a while ago, the whole idea was to play it a while ago. Yeah, I agree. Um, that would be like, okay, I have Metal Gear Solid Five. If they came out tomorrow with a version, now I know this already came out, but if they came out with a version that has the game and all the DLC, and it got a free upgrade to PS5 and Xbox Series X, I'd be like, yeah, I've owned this game for two two years. I didn't play it. That's on me. Well, so I I see why people are mad. I don't don't agree with it, though. But here's the thing. Control came out, it was probably like, what, a year ago? Yeah, it was sometime last year. When did the last DLC come out? Uh, it comes out this month. Okay. So this is a case of like unfortunate timing, I think, because it came out at the end of a generation. Games just do this, right? They come out with their complete editions. Like a year or two, a year or two later. Yeah. The thing is that this complete edition comes out right before the new consoles are launching. And if you were to do this and then not give people a free upgrade to the PS4 or the PS5 and um, Series X. Now people aren't just, are just gonna, not going to buy it. And I just don't think it's reasonable to just re- request this extra step from a developer. I mean, sure, what you have might be all the same stuff that's in the complete edition or the, the what is it, the ultimate edition? Ultimate edition, yeah. Yeah. But... That doesn't mean that like they're entitled to you're entitled to the free upgrade just because you you have all this stuff like you bought all this stuff knowing when you bought it that you were not going to get a free upgrade to the PS5 version of the game. Yeah. Yeah. So like now all of a sudden that there's this other version that has the PS5 upgrade with it like that isn't just that doesn't just mean that you get that as well. You know, I I get why people think they're entitled to it because like, oh, I, I spent all this money. I have all this stuff already. But like. It's just a case of unfortunate timing, man. They yeah. had to do this. They had to give you a free upgrade to the game because it was coming out so soon or so so close to the PS5 launch. And they had, they, didn't, they didn't have a choice. They could have just waited probably, you know, three months, but then it would have been the same situation regardless. You buy it on PS4 or you buy it on PS5, you know? And, um, like, I when I bought these, I was like, I'm buying these to play them on PS4. Yeah. The one thing... I will give kind of in the public's way on this is they didn't announce the free upgrade would only be for the ultimate edition until they announced the ultimate edition. They announced earlier control will be getting a free upgrade to next gen. Yeah, that's, that's annoying. That's, that's where I'm kind of like, okay, I can understand it because I bet people started buying control after they heard that. Yeah, that is annoying. So I I, I agree with that. point. I wonder I, I don't wonder if be, Remedy seems to be a very, like, not, like, in the way that CD Projekt Red is. You know, they are a business there to make money, but they they make good for their fans. Right. Remedy seems to generally be that same way. So I don't wonder if maybe this isn't something on Remedy, but 505. Well, Control also sold terribly, too. <laughs> yeah, it, which- did really, it did really, really bad. It's such um, an amazing game, and it sold so little. And I've been meaning to play it, but I it, just haven't gotten around And see, to it. here's the thing. On current-gen systems, even like the Xbox One X and the PS4 Pro, it doesn't, like, it has performance issues. That's what I've heard. And, like, it, it's not like it breaks the game. Like, and especially the issues have gotten fixed, because when I came back to play the first DLC... I'm like, oh, the game runs better, but it still does have issues. I I can't act like that doesn't exist. But yeah, it just sucks for people who bought it after they said, yeah, it's being upgraded. And now they're saying, 
Oh, oh no, no, not not that one. This one. Yeah. At the same time, I will buy this one. Because I'm going to guess it's going to have a separate trophy list because of them essentially saying it's like a separate game. Yeah. I, I want to get another platinum for this game. Yeah. I platinum. Platin- it's very doable. That's what I was going to say. Is it easy? And it's it's fun. Like, it's not exactly that it's easy. It's not hard, but there are moments where I was frustrated. But it was fun. I might like, end up platinuming Kakarot just for, just for the fact that I'm going to be so close to... Well, that's what I'm going to do with Fairy Tale. By that point, it's like the only trophies I will have left are like stuff that I'm like, man, this will take forever. And by the end of the game here, I'm like, oh, no, no, they won't. Yeah. Because like one, the one trophy you have to essentially get to level 99 and pull a uh, Call of Duty and essentially reset to level one, but you keep your stats. That's but weird. which. You know, it kind of sucks. I'm like near the end of the game and I'm like level 52. I'm like, man, I need to grow 50 more levels. Well, there's a mechanic in it where you can essentially just go into an area, hold L1. And I haven't even upgraded this mechanic all the way. And it'll pull in like 20 enemies right now. at its upgrade. Oh, wow. And I can just like in one swipe from the team, just take them all out and I'll get like a ton of experience and Holy a ton, crap. a ton of items. Because also one of the things is you need to complete all the community requests, which are just people around like, hey, if, if you find four cracked horns, can you give them to me? And earlier I'm like, man, I'm going to need to find a whole bunch of stuff and it's going to take forever. I can just go in and get like a ton of the items from that area. Hmm. I'm like, oh, so that's going to be easy. So it does stuff at the end that makes it so much easier. I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to platinum fairy tale. When fairy tale is super cheap, I'll I'll play it. Yeah, like I, with you being a fan, I highly recommend playing it at some point. But yeah, just definitely wait until it's cheaper. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. Yeah. When, whenever it's whenever it's like twenty bucks or whatever, because those games always go super cheap. Oh yeah. Cheap. Oh yeah. I've been wanting to play the My Hero game um, for a long time. It's. And I'm waiting for that. It's uh, I I picked it up. Um, I'm going towards the platinum in it. I have. A little over half the trophies. It's, yeah. it's fine. Yeah, which is like a Naruto Ultimate Ninja Storm game. Well, well see, here's here's the problem with the My Hero game that I didn't like. The entire story, if you're not fighting, the entire story is just played out in, here's a person's picture on screen saying something. Now another person's picture. Nothing on the screen is different. It's just the same background at all times. Oh, really? Yeah, it was... I. I thought the st- like story mode was very poorly done. I mean, it's just the story of the anime, though, right? Yeah, I think yeah, it's, so it I mean, starts in like season two or something like that. There's only there's only like sixty episodes or so. I'll probably just if I wanted the story, I'll just watch the anime. Yeah, but I, which I already do because you and you should too if you're listening. To I'm on this. A, I'm on episode fifteen right now. Be, you've only watched fifteen episodes of my Hero Academia. Yeah, it's fine. Elijah, grow I'm, up. I'm not super big into it. <laughs> grow up, man. It's so good. You don't even you don't even know yet, dude, how good that anime is. You don't even know. You have no idea. Finish it. I'm tell, I'm commanding you. Yes, sir. <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah. So I guess I'll I'll uh, talk about my news article this week, yes. which is uh, earlier this week we got a stealth announcement: Ghost of Tsushima Legends. And basically what this is, is a multiplayer mode for uh, Ghost of Tsushima that Sucker Punch announced this week. And so depending on how many characters you have in your party, it gives you uh, different options for what you want to do. With two players, you'll be able to play a series of co-op story missions that will increase in difficulty and will build on the foundations of Ghost of Tsushima's gameplay with new magical twists that often need you to be in sync with your partner. Um, And then there's a horde mode. And a four-player raid that will arrive shortly after the launch of the new mode. And it will send you and your partners into an entirely new realm to challenge a brutal, terrifying enemy. And they have four classes that are all based on um, ancient Japanese legends. Um, The samurai, the hunter, the ronin, and the assassin. And uh, I'm really excited for it, man. It looks super fun. Yeah, um, I'm really excited for it. I plan on getting Ghost on Black Friday because I'm sure somewhere will have it even for like 10, 15 bucks cheaper. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to get it then. And hopefully by the time I finish it up, this DLC, actually, this DLC will probably be out before then. And Ghost? I'll, I'll be to help Rex. 
Ghost is really fun, man, and it's unlike any other open world game I've played before. It's just it's it's got a consistency and a quality to it that you don't see in many open world games. Um, there, it, it's all one theme, and that makes it feel less like uh, your typical open world fetch questy type game, and more like okay, I'm actually a uh, samurai trying to liberate Tsushima because that's that's all you do. All you do is like focus on becoming a better samurai, help the people of Tsushima, and progress in the main story. So it doesn't. It's it's not like you're going here and the the, the dude like like in a normal R, open world RPG, right? You'd go to a town and the dude would be like, "I need seven fat horse leathers," <laughs> and. and <laughs> <laughs> and you'd be like, okay, I gotta go kill some fat horses and then bring them back. And then he's like, I need 16 buckets of fat horse milk. And you would go get it. But this is like, you go to a town and all the people are like, you know, help. Oh, the Mongols are invading my brother. I'm going to be honest. This entire conversation just makes me think of the beginning of Witcher 3, where it had that glitch where you could just keep killing cows to get money and stuff. And then eventually they just patched in. If you keep doing that, a giant monster will spawn and kill you. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, the bovine protector or something like that. They called it. Yeah. <laughs> but you're talking about, I need this fat horse leather and yeah. everything. I'm like, man, he's just, it's the beginning of the game. He's just going out to that pasture. Yeah. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima is a really special game. I really, I really enjoy it. And I'm really excited for the co-op mode. Unfortunately, I don't have any friends that play Ghost of Tsushima. So, uh, I'm not. Gonna, I'm probably not going to be able to play it. Um, you will at least have me in time. Yeah, eventually. Yeah. If you ever actually play it, I like. Like I said, I'm going to be getting on Black Friday. Black Friday is like three months away, man. Yeah. Yeah. How do you know? How do you even know it's going to go on sale on Black Friday? Because everything that's not made by Nintendo goes on sale on Black Friday. It's really annoying, isn't it? How Nintendo never goes on sale. There are games of theirs I would love to try, but not for full price. Not Breath of the Wild, though. <laughs> Austin's not <laughs> yeah, here to nope. defend it. That game sucks. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> Correct, nerd. Screw you, Link. I'm still triggered that that one game of the year over Horizon. Oh, my God. Still triggered. Look. I'm never going to get over it. I'm not going to say Breath of the Wild is a bad game. But... I'm not going to say it's a good game. Dude, it's it boring. It should not so have boring. one over Horizon. If the, dude, if that game did not have the Zelda logo on it, shh, no one would give a crap. Look, I loved 90, 95% about like the things about Breath of the Wild. That 5% I hated was actually playing it. <laughs> I love the design. I love the music. I love the sounds. I I love everything about the game except for actually playing the game. Dude, I don't know what music you're talking about, dude. There's, There's no music in the game. <laughs> see, that's the worst part. There is, but it's so low that you can't hear it. You're just walking around an empty open world with no music. And then, oh, wait, there's an enemy over in the distance. I better go throw a bomb at it. Oh, well, my my weapon broke after one enemy. Guess I have to get another one. Yep, got to retreat. Great game, Austin. Great game for your favorite game of all time, nerd. Hey, my name's Seth, and my favorite game of all time is an overlooked sequel to one of the most well-known RPGs of all time. Man, I overcooked this meat. What does it do? I don't know. Okay, look, an enemy. <laughs> Watch him just edit this whole part out. <laughs> See, I'm a god here. See, you just gave him the idea. Good job. Yeah. He wouldn't have thought of it until that all of a sudden it's like, oh. It's true. I did think about erasing both of your voices off of this podcast permanently. <laughs> Coach's favorite game is Rogue Squadron. Yeah, but Rogue and, Squadron's uh, a good game. Yeah, it's a good game, but it's, not, it's time to move on. Are you getting Squadrons when it comes out? Heck yes. I'm going to get it for VR. I'm going to get my uh, Oculus. I have my joystick right here, my PSVR. I'm all set. Yeah, I'm going to get it on VR. I'm going to sit in my, my chair here, and I'm going to zoom around the high skies. See, that's what I love about my favorite thing I had ever done in VR was that Battlefront 1 uh, VR mission they did that took place at, like, during Rogue One. Mm-hmm. Like, that was the coolest thing I've ever done in VR. I can look around. Oh, my God, it's my R2 unit. Holy crap. You know, like, all this stuff. I'm like, man, I wish we could get a VR game. 
like piloting and then then all of a sudden boom here it is i'm like oh okay game of the year is mm-hmm. situated it's right there yeah. and it's gonna have raids it's awesome speaking of raids i cannot progress with the new final fantasy 14 story until i complete a crystal tower raid that no one does anymore i have to have a full party to do it. it's really annoying that sucks yeah where uh where at in is it in uh shadowbringers stormbringer it's Shadowbringers, okay. but to complete the, the the patch story, because you know they upgrade the story every time yeah. the patch comes out. I have to complete the Crystal Tower raid from a Realm Reborn. Oh, which is a level fifty raid because it's a it's the Crystal Tower raid's like integral to the story of Shadowbringers. So I have to do that before I can like finish the story out, and I never did it because I I just never did. I, 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 actually, I, was, I wasn't playing the game at that point. Actually, I don't know. I, like, I've never done a raid in Realm, in Final Fantasy fourteen. Oh, really? Yeah, I've never well, done. You're, you're not even max level yet, are you? I'm level fifty six. Oh, so you can do the Crystal Tower raid. Yeah, That's the only one you like, can do. Well, uh, technically, shouldn't I even be able to do uh, Coil of Bahamut? Because yeah, that's not really a raid. That's a that's a that's an eight person. God, I need to do that just to get the trophy. There's a trophy for for get for beating the first coil of Bahamut. I'm like, I need to do that because I want I can get the platinum in the game, but that's going to be the trophy that gives me the biggest pain in the butt. Blake and I, maybe even Austin, I can't remember if Austin was there or not, but we uh we were all raiding really hard back in the day, and uh, we got really really far into it, and then they wanted me there every Tuesday and Thursday. No, I couldn't do that, and I nope. was like, Nah, I'm I'm good, <laughs> I'm good. Anytime I hear the name Blake, I just think of the key and peel substitute teacher skit. Block A. Where's Block A? Uh, you mean Blake? What kind of name is that? Blake. <laughs> I don't find key and peel funny at all. See, neither do I, except for the student teacher or the substitute teacher ones and the football player names. The it, weren't weren't they the ones that did Coach Hines uh, as well? I don't know. I think I think. One of them did the the coach Hines, and that one I do find legitimately funny. Oh, they they also did uh, Inner City Wizard School. That one was pretty good. All right. Well, on that note, I think we're about ready to wrap up this episode of Frame Skip. Elijah, you got any closing thoughts? I do not believe. Oh, uh, next week I will be talking about the new game Mortal Shell, which given to me by a dev. So thank you to them. Yep. I'm so excited to check that out. That's really all I got. Well, thank you for listening to Frame Skip episode. Uh, 22. Remember to follow us on Twitter at FrameskipPod and write in with your questions. FrameskipPodcast at gmail.com or facebook.com slash FrameskipPod. You can follow me on Twitter at Seth S. Taylor. You can follow Elijah at Local Lizard Man. You can follow Austin at Austin J. Eller. I guess that's all. Until next time, guys. Bye.